G'day Sports by Fry fans, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast. I am back today discussing a bit of NBA free agency stuff. Quick five minute bite-sized podcast on how the Lakers should build around Anthony Davis and LeBron James. If you don't know and you have been living under a rock, uh, NBA free agency is only a few days away. I'm going to do a big unpack of all the free agency stuff on the Sunday sit-down with JLo tomorrow, but today I'm just steering my thoughts specifically towards the Lakers and how, using their remaining cap space, they can build a championship caliber roster. So without further ado, let's dive in. In the last few days, the Lakers have successfully managed to clear $32 million of cap space. They've done this by Anthony Davis waving his $4 million trade kicker. Part of that might be because uh, LeBron gifted him, in quotation marks, number 23 to wear next season. And they've also managed to trade away the three rookies who were still, or former rookies, who were still on their roster. So they've only got three blokes contracted right now with the superstar pairing in LeBron and AD, and of course, Kyle Kuzma, very noted Los Angeles Laker. So with that $32 million, they could go after a max contract type of guy like Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker. All of those guys have been linked to LA recently, but I don't think that's the smart path to go down. I think they want to try and build a more deep roster. We've seen in the NBA Finals just this season how depth really does matter, and I think filling out the rest of the roster with three to four key role players and building that championship nucleus is going to be a much wiser move rather than splashing out and spending it all in one go. If you can get Kawhi Leonard on the roster, I guess Kawhi LeBron and Anthony Davis is pretty appealing, but I would rather see LA go down the deeper path. So if none of those all-stars are coming to town, who should the Lakers target? Personally, I don't think many of their players from last season will be coming back. They could choose to bring back Contavious Caldwell-Pope on a cheaper deal. He's a nice 3 and D guy who can shoot. Reggie Bullock's in a similar mould. And they got rim protectors like JaVale McGee and Tyson Chandler who can play 25 to 30 minutes and help them get through the regular season and provide crucial minutes in the playoffs. But the big talking point for the Lakers is how they're going to fill out their backcourt. I think the most glaring position that they need help in is the point guard area where they need another ball handler who can help run the offense, create their own shot. These type of guys don't really grow on trees, and Darren Collison is someone who I thought might have fit the bill, but he's stunningly announced his retirement a few days before free agency, so he's not going to be a factor, but there are blokes out there they could chase, like Ricky Rubio, perhaps. Malcolm Brogdon is a restricted free agent from the Bucks, so they'd be forced to pay up a bit for him, which I don't think is a smart move, but the guy who I'd love to see them get is Patrick Beverly. He hasn't really been paid throughout his uh, player or his NBA career to date, so it'd probably cost them 10 to $12 million annually, but I think it could be a roll of the dice worth it. If they can't get Pat Bev, then Ricky Rubio is a pretty good consolation prize, if you ask me. Depending on who they target in that point guard slot, that'll dictate who they go after for the other starting backcourt position. The shooting guard obviously needs to be able to defend. There are some pretty talented guards in the NBA that they'll face in potential playoff scenarios. So we could see them target someone like Danny Green or Bojan Bogdanovic from the Pacers who had a great season this year. They're both good 3 and D types who could help open up driving lanes for LeBron and Anthony Davis on offense by spotting up in the corner. And Bojan Bogdanovic in particular is a nice fit. I don't know if they're going to be able to fit him in financially. JJ Redick is someone who might 
be up for grabs, but he's a little bit shorter and not known great, not known greatly for his defense. So he could provide a lot of help offensively, but they would need a better defender like Patrick Beverly. If they get him, that might help them land Redick. There are some other cheaper options at the shooting guard spot they could chase. Vince Carter is someone who I don't want to rule out of the discussion. He said that he wants to play minutes and contribute to a team's success rather than just sit on the bench to end his NBA career. And with the transition into media, very likely for VC, we could see him go to LA or New York, a big market. Personally, I want him in Toronto, but you know, these things happen. Terrence Ross, Jeremy Lamb, maybe Seth Curry. There are other options out there for the Lakers to chase. And who they sign for those two starting backcourt positions will probably dictate how they fill out the rest of their roster. Let's say for argument's sake they spend about 20, 25 million on those guys, leaves them with about 8 mil. I think Terence Ross would be a nice fit off the bench, so if it costs them 20 million to get Patrick Beverly and Danny Green, they could then throw close to 8 mil at Terence Ross and get a nice guard rotation there, but they do need someone to plonk in at the centre spot. LeBron and Anthony Davis will occupy the two starting forward positions, but I think after that, if they don't keep Chandler or McGee, they can afford to go cheap. Boogie Cousins is someone maybe in the mould that they could be after, but I don't really love that fit. So Nerlens Noel, Willie Cauley-Stein, Dwayne Dedman, they could all be convinced to join the Lakers for a portion of the cost and sacrifice their financial gain to potentially chase a ring. If they so do that, then the Lakers could sign up to six guys on a minimum deal, which would cost them $1.6 million. They can go over the cap to sign those guys, and I think this is where we could see the J.R. Smiths, or maybe even a forgotten warrior like Carmelo Anthony enter the discussion. So I think it's wise for the Lakers to try and piece their team around a few decent players rather than splash out and spend it all at once. There's nearly 40% of the entire league who are going to be free agents this summer, and a lot of teams will be waiting on bated breath to see where Durant, Kawhi, Clay Thompson, Kyrie, where those guys go. So while they're doing that, if the Lakers are smart, they'll be trying to find those cheaper good shooters, good defenders, who can be prime candidates to help them build an instant contender. I did write an article going for a big deep dive on how to build a winner around LeBron and AD, so you can check that out at sportsbyfry.com. But that is the end of essentially this little small podcast on how to build that Lakers championship roster. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you don't miss the Sunday sit-down tomorrow. Hopefully your AFL fantasy team is ticking along nicely. I just saw the Eagles get a crucial W over the Hawks, and Gaffey and Warple produced, so I was happy about that. I'll be unpacking all the AFL fantasy results again on Monday or Tuesday in the round wrap-up. So that's going to do for this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast for future episodes. Leave a rating and review if you enjoyed this one. But until next time, 